You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Laura Sanders, and Laura talked about a pregnancy scare she had in college. This week, I sat down with Hattie Preston, and Hattie told me a couple disgusting stories uh, from her time as a nanny. Here's Hattie Preston. Do you ever do, vo- do you, are you a voice note person? Like, do you leave voice notes? Oh, for other people? Yeah, so like either Messenger or like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm really bad at texting, so I do like to... So you're a voice note person? I, no, no, all the time. I Like with specific people, I am. I then always, I think maybe because I'm like slight, there's a narcissist or I'm, or I'm just really self-aware. I always listen to them back and I'm like, oh, yeah. man, that was a cooler voice note than, than it sounds. Like I, I, in my head, I left a really cool voice note <laughs> and what's come out is not a cool voice note at yeah. all. I'm always devastated about my voice notes. <laughs> I, the last I podcast I did was, actually no, it wasn't. Well, the last one I did when I was in Chicago was Joe Kilgallen's and I'd lost my voice. And honestly, Jenna, it's the sexiest human that has ever lived. Like I listened to it back and I was like, oh, oh my God. She was like, yeah, no, the thing. I was like, oh, this is so great. <laughs> Meanwhile, I lost my voice and I did a show at the Lincoln Lodge and I posted a clip on TikTok from um, that set yeah. where I'd like lost my voice. And I was wearing a green shirt at the time and everyone said why does this girl look and sound like shaggy from scooby-doo so we have different experiences (laughs) the internet is a really good place (laughs) we know this it's just a really kind place well tiktok is so good with the algorithm that like usually most people that see my videos are the people that want to see them like yeah it's it's rare that i get the like wow women aren't funny like It's like one in 100 comments. Yeah. And, but then people were like, you sound like shaggy. I was like, oh, you got me. <laughs> it really cuts I deep. I do. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> oh. Okay, but so what did your gross little nanny and kids do? So the this isn't here, right? This is no, this is, No, no, but... Uh, have you been nannying while you're here? Yeah, so I nannied out here off when I was last... Yeah, yeah, big time off the book. Oh, God. You can't put that on the podcast. I'll go to jail. Well, I hate editing, though. Okay, fine. Um, Allegedly. Oh, fine. Done. Yeah, that's what no, they're saying. Count. They're wrong. Um, I <laughs> So I nannied here before, went home for two and a half years and nannied there, and then I'm back here nannying again. And the thing, I... People trust you because you're like Mary Poppins. Well, exactly. That's the thing. I I would trust you with my life. As, and oh. your, and the lives of your children. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. And people do. And, and it, go, people in the accent don't molest. No, they don't. And they know everything. I remember I was I did my junior year at college at William & Mary. William & Mary, by the way, is one of like the top liberal arts schools in the USA. I got shafted out there. And... Um, and I remember, like, these kids were smart, like, fucking smart. And and I remember being in a seminar, and I, like, was talking out my ass. You know when you've read, like, the first three chapters of the book, and then you're like, as long as I just say something right up top of the seminar, then they'll leave me alone for the rest of the class. Like, one of those. And so I, like, but, like, from the off, like, just, like, barreled something out that sounded very, very intelligent, and I'd read the first three chapters of the book. And everyone's like, you know, it's just everything in your accent just sounds like the gospel truth and I was like this is hilarious one time the essay I'd written got printed out and handed around the class and I was like I'm convinced that's because you knew it was the British girls essay like, there's no way you blind read these they were, <laughs> they they were, like, were reading it in your accent in my accent <laughs> they were like we'll hand this out we'll have Hattie read aloud I was like oh 
uh, guys, <laughs> guys, <laughs> I'm shit faced as we speak. When um, when American people come come over come over to you guys, are you guys like this is the dumbest yeah. piece of shit I've ever? Yeah. Seen. So my mate, we For did the sure. opposite. So when I went over to William and Mary, the second semester, she went over to my university, Nottingham, and I'd say academically, at least for something she was doing, William and Mary is way better. And um, she called me like on week two, and she was like, "Oh my god, everybody just thinks I'm stupid." I was like, "Oh." Yeah, sorry, I forgot to run that one by you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know you're not. So that's, and they'll work it out. But yeah, for sure, that's, that's, you're going to be met with that from off the boat. <laughs> yeah. We're good like that. We, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't hold stereotypes too close to home or anything like that in England. <laughs> we, we're so shit. Um, but no, so the nannying thing, also the nannying thing is so wild because, like I, you know, went to good schools and and worked hard and all the rest of it, but because of I guess what we do, you have to take jobs that finish at six. Do you know what I mean? You have to take the jobs that pay you, but on that ultimately are out the door at six, and you can be done with them, and they're not going to ask anything of you at weekends and things like that. And I'm pretty. I love nannying. Like I love kids. I love. I love. I probably prefer children to adults half the time because they're just so on it like they're so filterless it's like the dream way to navigate the earth oh it's shocking the it's, things they're allowed i like i work brunch a lot yeah and watching a kid have a full meltdown yeah. i don't know there's something almost like i don't know what i can get it's like i like watching it i'm like almost like mesmerized because yeah. it's like it's like i wish i could start screaming yeah. because my pancake had powdered sugar and i don't want to eat powdered sugar yeah and I'm not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to do They're that. They're rolling around on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, it's like I want to be you. I think I don't know what it is. It is. It's all. It, it feels like, like, but also <laughs> not in a sexual way for, yeah. for the listeners. <laughs> not in a sexual way, um, but kind of in a like, um, you know when uh, you know those frogs that um, hatch their eggs out of their back. I mean, I don't. I don't. But well, they you do. do. So that's, they do. Yeah. And uh, there's these frogs that like hatch their eggs in their back and all these little frogs like pop out of these like it's like a trick trick people have like a phobia about it trick trichnophobia or something anyways it's like that where you're like oh i hate it but i love it (sighs) i could be specific to me i know i don't think it is because (laughs) my thing about watching them is like we were all that right we were all that who's like our emotions and our thoughts just came out they just came out we didn't and then we learned keeping them in and what you're watching is like earliest man effectively been like this is what we were and we were allowed to just have these feelings and these thoughts and for them to come out and they they probably feel better for doing it yeah 100%. you know for getting out 100 percent right now versus yeah. we hold it in and then we're like anxious or depressed or yeah. whatever, you know like, like, do they do you think they have shame no not one bit like not a bit mm-hmm. not a jot they're like over it they're like, oh no, I, got, I had a nap, so I'm fine now. I'm back to I'm back to zero. <laughs> You're like, what? They're not even embarrassed. <laughs> what? Do you remember brunch? <laughs> They're like, not at all. I had a nap, so it's, I'm fine. Um, but the, I guess the only the only the only <laughs> fall down with kids is is the only drawback, as it were, is is the toilets is the toilet situation. Yeah, you where have to wipe them. That is a thing, and I don't mind nappies. I've never had a problem with nappies. Uh, sorry, diapers. Like I don't I don't have any kind of an issue with diapers. There's just been a couple of that. The, there's just been a couple of instances. It's more when they get older. Like, I had one little girl, and she was one of my absolute all timers. Like Lola, she's in Chicago, and uh, and every do that thing every single day. And lots of little kids have a thing about going for number twos. Usually boys, but a lot of kids have a real thing about going for number twos. It is like the earliest time they felt shame. 
like number twos and shame come really hand in hand and when you're potty training them that's something you have to like bear in mind and address and well, use you're, and, and you're very vulnerable like even yeah. like animals it's like when they're shitting that's something like really vulnerable yeah and and like kids like, a lot of time cats, will go behind my cats a are in the litter box like Duh. yeah totally that <laughs> yeah. but it, and you watch they go somewhere private Eyes wide, or, yeah, yeah. And, i used um, to go hide behind the door yeah, that loads of kids do that. And if that's when you know they need a number two because they'll suddenly get very quiet behind the sofa. Yeah. And you're like, I so love it if you didn't shit behind the sofa, but <laughs> that's fine. But Lola did this amazing thing. Lola would, she would be about to leave the house to go to the playground, the park with all her friends, whatever. She did about three times in a row. And, and she'd be like, Lola, please just go. Because you knew what their timings were. Also, I was like, I know we had lunch an hour ago. I know we're about due for one. I was like, can you? She was like, no, Harry, I don't need it. And I was like, Please, like, please, Lola, could you just have a go? Have a go at sitting on the potty and just see. She's like, no, Harry, I do not need to. And I was like, fine, 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 fine. And I would always say, well, if we get to the playground and you need the loo, we're in trouble. Like, it's a playground. We're not going to anywhere where there's a, a, a toilet. Anyway, first time we got there, and I, sh- I kid you not, we walked in through the gate and she went, Harry, I gotta go party. And I was like, I swear, <laughs> fuck. Like, fuck. You monster. I was like, you <laughs> like I loved her so much and I was like oh Lola and um, I was like I was like what what is it number one or two and she was like number two I was like Lola I- <laughs> you bitch what do you mean a number two in you the outdoors <laughs> like what do you mean anyway like it was on these playgrounds like in the middle of the city like in Lincoln Park like, it was not like surrounded by greens and forests there's a like, sandbox not even this oh. one wasn't even a sample because yeah, that would have been fuck. fucking genius <laughs> so we found <laughs> exactly just, just do it as you're sliding down and we'll call it mud <laughs> um, like somebody's we'll, dog got we'll in mix here. it in with the wood chips <laughs> you should get those little doggy bags problem solved right but <laughs> her, wipes her baby brothers off. her baby brothers had the nappy bag with the diaper bag so they had all they were, they were with mum so they had the like the wet wipes they had the diaper bags they had everything so I just had Lola that day and I was like I can't remember we went behind the one bush like we went behind the <laughs> one bush in the whole playground and <laughs> I was like bush. <laughs> buddy I was like Lola I'm going to distract I'm going to distract I'm going to need you to make this but you know how little girls can't we have to squat but yeah. you can't hold yourselves up. So she's holding my ankles, <laughs> leaning back. <laughs> I'm like just standing there. Like, go, go, go. I'm like using my chest from the like, top of the bush, just like staring at like, hello. <laughs> it's like child gripping my ankles. And then the beautiful moment, like the moment that will probably stay with me forever is the one thing you forget about children. I don't know what age it is when you stop making the sound, but it isn't four. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just that. And I was like, Lola, fucking go. Just get it done. She, you just hear this. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> Lola, please. And she's just going. <laughs> on the floor. And I was like, oh, but we're at Lincoln Park. Like, <laughs> this isn't our scene. This is not our vibe. Shut her brains out. I cannot tell you the size of this thing. I was like, I didn't even feed you this much. Like, where's this come from? What are you like metabolizing air? <laughs> and then you have to, and then obviously I'm like, I'm, a, you know, trying to, don't want to cover it, so cover it up. And I'm, you just have these you just moments. Covered up with dirt. Yeah, as a nanny, where you're like, God, I got a degree. Like people were wiping their dogs. Just get one of those dog bags. They're in the garbage. I know, but do you not do think, it like a poodle. But do you not think it's a weird one to go up to another person and be like, Hi, do you have a doggy bag, <laughs> like a doggy poop bag? And they'll be like, Yeah, but you don't have a dog. And I'll be like, No, I have a four year old who's just shat like a caveman in the bush behind the slide. Like. <laughs> 
Are you the mother? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no, I'm not a mother. Oh, you just, just met. I'm just bringing four-year-olds to shit in a bush in your nice area of Chicago. I just found this kid. Um, and I was like, this is so unthinkably bad. This is something she's going to be talking about in therapy. Oh, she's <laughs> when, the best. She's, when she's 24, she's going to be like, oh, my God. This is my, my nanny talked about shit. But she was, she was she's amazing. Like, British people colonize us, but more importantly, one British person really <laughs> fucked my shit ruined up. ruined my life. She ruined my life. She was incredible. Lola just, she had this amazing, like, she kind of didn't, just kind of marked, like, own drum. Like, one of those kids who was just born with, like, own drum marched to it. And it was kind of, (laughs) not when she needed a shit. That wasn't my ideal time. But, like, she had these baby twin brothers. Like, they were, I got there when they were eight weeks old. And so it was just armed. It was just, like, hands on deck. Like, we just needed hands. And you'd take her the eight-week-old baby? With their mum. So I was very much, like, mother's help with them. And then I'd take Lola off for days and stuff. That sounds, like, intimidating. Well, they were amazing. I mean, their mum is amazing, and the ki- the boys were amazing. But it, when it's twin boys, it's just it's just hands. You just need extra hands. Like it's like grabbing this while someone's crying. Someone needs food. Someone needs diaper. She, I mean, their mum was just flat. You can't out. take a she shit. was amazing. My yeah. God. And, you only have two tits for God's sake. Well, and she could double feed, so she was just remarkable. But I just remember one time being like, one of us was holding one of the babies who was crying. I think the mum had the other one who's trying to do the diaper, and we just were like, and Lola was playing with our Barbies, and we were like. And I was like, Lola, Lola, sweetie, could you just go get the bottle? Could you just grab mommy the bottle? And she goes, oh, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. She like looked over, I'd rather saw not. chaos, and she was like, no, thank you. <laughs> like, You're the best. You're the absolute best. Um, but I feel like I got... She was tired from shitting in a bush. I'm really tired from shitting in a bush. I've had a big day. Please stop asking things of me. Um... <laughs> But, that, but it was funny at the time I was looking after Lola I was looking after another little girl who was slightly older who I hated like hated with a passion and and it's funny the difference of sense of humour that gets applied to the same situation because this girl um, I, I didn't like at all and she was five and it's quite weird to take like a like a genuine aversion to a five year old because you're like I'm a grown woman I should be more mature but, I, but I'm not and I wasn't and I didn't no, like her I do get that I've definitely met children where I'm like I don't really care for you why? What is it? Because, like, what is that? Well, they are... Well, I think it's the same thing as, like, when you watch... I'm burping. When you watch them, like, melt down in a restaurant where you're yeah. like, okay, you can do that once in a while, but you can't do it all the time. Yeah. And it's like... And they, I, I think also some of them, like... I've taken a, one of my friends that's a nanny where she's like, there's, like, an age where they understand that you work for them and they're, yeah. like, a little asshole. Yeah, it is that. Lola definitely, and her mate Gigi, who I just adored, definitely thought I was like this excellent play pal. And it was brilliant. Like, we just played and had a great time. And I was like, this seems really fair. I like existing yeah, on this were level. Like, they're looking up to you yeah, versus like, being like, plays? my parents actually pay you to take me to soccer You're practice. You're so right. I think that and was it. I don't it. have to listen to you. Yeah, uh, uh, mommy doesn't make us do that. I was like, well, cool. I, <laughs> she was one of those. But cut to... She's eating, and uh, she had this wobbly tooth that she'd been banging on around for for months. I mean, like, (laughs) just so excited about this first ever wobbly tooth. And um, oh, is that what just, you guys call them? We call them a loose tooth. Oh no, yeah, no, wobbly. we call them wobbly. Yeah, tooth. wobbly teeth. You got, <laughs> wo- you, got, you got a wobbly teeth. We got, and, uh, we got, I think we call it. A, yeah, we I think a you do. Tooth. Yeah. Oh no, I definitely got it. Oh yeah, it's wobbly tooth. And so she's so excited. And she's playing with her tongue, all the rest of it. Anyway, she was eating one day. And uh, she was eating corn. But you know that weird, like, hard corn that you have? Like, they're almost like kernels. They're really hard. Like, 
I think Trader Joe's have them. They're like tough to eat and like bits of corn. But she she was she she ate one, and suddenly starts like screaming. And she's not only did the corn lodge the tooth, she swallowed the tooth. Um, she swallowed the whole tooth, no, and so you can't she's got get it from the tooth fairy. Well, I obviously went straight into. Of course, the tooth fairy comes because they just know, and it's not really about the <laughs> yeah. tooth. Yeah, they don't even need the first one. The first one, they don't even get. They don't even care about the first one. Like it's after that they build their house of teeth with the other Here's ones. The they thing, don't need they, the first. No, one. they are buying the tooth, and they actually do care a lot. So yeah, that's well, where thank you're you, thank wrong. Thank you very much, Jenna. Well, that's why you weren't called into action <laughs> that day. Uh, that's, she, when, that's, that's when you got to grow the fuck up and lose another tooth, <laughs> and, and that's well, when we get the baseball out. Nora, do you know what? We're just gonna have to yank out another one. <laughs> but um, but I, she lost. She you lost the teeth. Suit. To <laughs> Let's get one of those molars out. <laughs> she lost this tooth and she swallowed this tooth and was beside herself. And bless that, I was like, oh, it's such a moment. Like, it's such a moment, your first tooth and the nanny's here. And it's, it's not even lie. your parents. Like, it's the little stories we tell them that yeah. when like they swallow it, fuck them up because they're like, I want a one dollar. <laughs> but exactly that. And she was so excited. Anyway. So we, we FaceTimed her mum and I was like, oh, this really couldn't be worse. Um, she swallowed the wobbly tooth and Nora, and like, I like gave the, gave the phone over to Nora and she's just going, like real kid crying. And, just like, and, and uh, anyway, I heard, I heard her mum on the face. I'm like, Nora, sweetie, sweetie, it's okay. It's okay. Because when you go poop, when you go poop, just don't flush the toilet. We're going to go through it. And I was like, Hi, Hattie again. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What the fuck? So I was like, to be clear, the next time Nora goes to the loo, we don't flush the chain. And did you say we go through it? Who... No. Can I just double check who we is in this situation? Because anyway, she was like, "Oh, absolutely not you. No, we would never." And she was very. I loved the, her parents, and and they were like, "She was like, no, 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 not you, not you." And I was like, "Okay, good." Um, anyway, what the fuck? but I but I was there for like three more hours. I was there for three more hours. And <laughs> like, do not dig a shit. I literally was like. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> like, I have to party, like, no, you don't. I was like, if you even think about starved for the rest of the day, I was like, no shit for you. Did, did they do that? So, yeah. So did she they went, find it? She went to the loo and she came, and I knew, and she came and she goes, Hattie, I went poop. And I was like, brilliant. She goes, and there are lots of little bits. And I was like, fantastic. So oh, she's, I am so horrified by this story. And I, I was like, well, you haven't flushed it, have you? And she was like, no. And I, I, I oh. when the dad, so the dad came home first and I was like, I, I, you, we're clear on the reason that thing hasn't been flushed. And we're clear <laughs> on my role in this is nil. Like, I just want to make absolutely clear. Oh my God, fucking lie to them. I, can you, uh, Jenna, I you don't believe little, I could love a child You get a little enough. piece of chalk. You go, oh, yeah. I found it. You didn't swallow it. It fell out of your mouth and here, and it, here it is. Put it under your pillow. On the floor, under the table. <clears throat> my friend, um, when she, so she had a similar, she lost her tooth while she was eating lunch at school. She put it on her tray to save it. Forgot about it. Dumps her tray. Starts. She remembers, you know, 30 minutes later in class. Weeping, crying. Yeah. Uh, Like, uh, inconsolable about this tooth. Um, And she's so upset. And then at the end of the day, the principal brings her in. I feel like, I I think I've told this on the podcast, but I'm telling it again. But principal brings her in the office and goes, we found your tooth. And you know what, like, I I don't know what it's like across the sea but the an american uh he, like middle school 
elementary school garbage after lunch yeah. is tons of wasted food. Like yeah. it's gravy, it's corn, it's burgers. It's disgusting. It's like it is. It is like so much like wasted food. So and so for them to be like, we found your tooth, and she's telling me this story like. As an adult, she's like 35, telling me the story and going, and they found my tooth and they got it back to me. And I go, Katie, no, they didn't. There's literally no way they found your baby tooth in that pile of sludge. And I think the best possible, like, like, like the like Occam's razor is that they found another tooth. (laughs) Don't you think? (laughs) Because... There's no way those lunch ladies are not paid enough to look through the garbage nah. and find a tooth unless it's right on the top and like by like oh the grace God. of God. But I'm like, I think you know how people like save their kids' teeth. Yeah, they just got I pulled think one in. Somebody drove home for lunch and was like, pulled Yeah, I got a couple in. extra teeth and brought it back. Oh my God! Or like shave down a chicken bone? Could you do that? Oh yeah, they. It, like... it, it was not. A, it was not her tooth. Whatever they gave her. No fucking way. That is amazing. I love stuff like that where. The lie has been so well done as a child that you don't... This is an awful one. And this, well, probably this is horrible. But it's, I think, very funny. And if you knew my mum, it would be very funny. My mum's five foot and is the most naive woman. Like, she just still is the most naive. Why are you so tall? Oh, my dad. My dad's dad's huge. Um, But she just... I think she's... (laughs) Your dad's huge. Yeah. Well, he's he's always been... He's six foot two, so he's not, like, huge, huge. But I think he just... His side is all... But she, I, I think she grew up very innocent, like grew up very just this like tiny little, like the ones that don't grow, when you're that small, you kind of don't grow up like everyone else because you keep getting treated as a child by everyone. So, and her, and she was telling this story apparently at university. So she and my dad got together at university and she was telling this story at university. So as a 20 something year old and she was, and they were being, you know, she's like, oh, the boys were telling these gross stories. And she and I said, do you know, and they were talking about, you know, willies and things. And she goes, and I, and I said, do you know, it's so funny you should say that because when I was a little girl, we were at the local playground and me and my friend got um, beckoned into the bushes by this man and he got his willy out and um, he he actually could fire milk out of it and dad like said like the room went quiet like they were like 22 and they were like he was like Bridget and she went oh and obviously what and then my mum went back to her mum, my grand Mary, who was still alive. And she was like, hey. And grand Mary was like, yeah, well, this man took you both into the bushes and, and you know, orgasmed. So oh when my the God. police the police got called and had to question these little little girls about it. And what grand Mary told mum was that he'd done a trick. He'd done this trick where he must have had milk early and he could shoot it out of his will. So my mum got to oh 22. Oh my god, I'm going to have to do a trigger warning like, before this episode. Oh my god. But my mum got to 22 and was like, yeah, checks out. What an amazing trick this man had. Oh no. <laughs> That's so sad. It is very English and funny though. The fact that she just never questioned it. That memory, that memory was so just like, yep, that checks out. Crack on with life then. Like oh not God. a jot, not an ounce of childhood trauma, not a single jot of it because her mama told her it was a funny trick and she was like, yep, funny trick. That Honestly. is funny. That's not the worst idea, though. It's not, is it? Stuff it down, worry about it later. Exactly. That's what English people do. Just (laughs) stuff it down. Someone else will deal with it. Americans kind of do that as well. No, you guys do it less well. I love stuffing it down. No, no, I don't think we're as good as you. No, No. you aren't. We haven't had as... 
a long of time to practice. No, you are. No, you need more. You need a couple more centuries to really get good at repression. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Really get good at it. And then, and then you're fine. It's, it is still amazing to me how readily things are shared over here. Like, even just then out in the bar, I was like, why do I know this about you? I've met you two minutes ago. Like, I absolutely shouldn't know this stuff about you. And, and go away. <laughs> but it is I was, last night I was doing this joke about, or I talk about, um, about, uh, like, about being, being pregnant. I talk about being pregnant and I go, mm-hmm. is anybody with a child? And the guy in the front row goes, I got snipped. And I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> I was wow! Like, I was like, wow! You just have really told me a lot in like three words. Yeah. And, okay. <laughs> it's so. It's just such a sharing. I'm snipped. <laughs> I am now a barren adult male. <laughs> like, cool, 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 cool. It is. I was like, I respect the hell out of it. Thank um, you so much. You did not have to yell that out though. for this in a comedy show. Yeah. Which is so. <laughs> like, what are you sharing at the doctors? Do you know what I mean? Like. I'm lying at the doctor, so yeah, I, I think... assume he is too. We lie in yeah. this country. We lie. Well, absolutely. Well, you should. You they go, should lie. Do you drink? Of all your I insurance. go. Sometimes not, they not go. Do you smoke? I say never, never. Disgusting. And don't tell my insurance. Yeah, any of it. <laughs> that is terrifying. I'd lie a lot over here. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah I know. It's actually a nightmare. Yeah, um, just for free over there. Yeah, it's all free. We just get to do every like. I can get myself as injured as I like over there. That's the other thing about the kids stuff, the nannying over here, is like, God forbid anything happens. I'm like, I can't just call 911, can I? Like, no, you have to check who you call, where they go, the provider you go to. I was like, Jesus H. Well, and, and just the ambulance ride alone is like, you know, $1,000, $1,200. Like, j- just the ride to the hospital, that's $1,000. It's, yeah, it's crazy. There are experiences I've had over here where I'm like, I don't know if I could love a child enough. Like the sifting through poo with a fork, like that they did. I was like, I actually don't think I could love a child enough. I, there was this, uh, this other contraption over here, which is honestly the worst thing I've ever heard of, ever, and seen with my eyes. Um, is this like booger sucker thing? Have you seen it? That's ungodly. Wait. <laughs> that is absolutely. Wait, do you mean it looks like a water tower but upside down? Uh, like a keg, like a keg funnel, like but yeah, exactly upside down. So like no, so this is like a wire that goes loop de loop, like a like a. Wait, what? Uh, like okay. tubing. Like tubing I was thinking that goes of like the old-fashioned one where you it's like a suction thing where you like suck the boogers yeah. out. Yeah, they suck it with their mouths. But they're... No. Jenna. No, no, Jenna. No, 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 so no, it's no. a tube and it goes... No, I thought you meant the one from the 70s where it looks right. like a water tower. What's... No. It's not that. So I, it's like it got a, like a bulb and oh, that's... Oh, like a turkey baster. Yeah, yeah, like a turkey baster. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. That makes total sense. This one, but there's, there's a catcher. What The way it got explained to me, they were like, oh, no, 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 no. The booger doesn't go into your mouth because there's a catcher in the middle where it gets caught. I was like, nah, fuck, absolute, fuck off. There's no... What if it didn't? What if it didn't? What if the catcher <laughs> failed? Like, I, I would never love my child after that. If I've sucked... And this, it's for babies because babies are so little and their noses are so little and you have to like get right in there and get it out. But I was like, if if the catcher failed, I'd have to put the kid up for adoption. I couldn't look at it. Oh, honestly, can't, I, you can't there's not it. much that grosses me out, but... That's awful. Boogers. Boogers That are is what awful. does it. And the thought of like having like... Oh. Like... <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Oh my God. No, 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 no. I did get my, my friend was pregnant and like I was asking my this other friend I knew that just had a baby. I was like, all right, what was like the 
thing you didn't know you needed, but you wanted mm-hmm. it, like, because this was her first baby. And yeah. I was like, what should I get her? And she was like, <laughs> you were called, like, boogie scoops or something. And it was, like, Aww. a little tiny spoon. <laughs> oh, yeah, for their little noses. <laughs> See, that I get. Up their nose. That I get. I could scoop. Scoop their boogers. I could no, scoop. Yeah. Well, I got it for her because the scooping, I didn't Ugh. know about the straws. Sucking. It's not right, Jenna. It's not right at all. Ugh. I don't know. I just, they do a lot. Like, I'm all right. The runny noses in winter is a bit grim, but you just you yeah. just get so used to having that coming covered I in do, it. I do remember, there's like very specific friends I had growing up where I'd be like, do you not have any feeling in your upper lip? Because you are dripping. Yeah. Like, it would just be <laughs> oh, like. Oh, do you remember those kids? It was it just constant. It would be constant. like liquid just going Jeez. down. And I was like, I was like, can you not, is that like freezing on your lips? It looks like cold. Yeah, I was like, wipe it off. Sticky kids. They're the sticky kids. There's uh, always those who are just sticky. I know, dirt mustache. Oh. Does it? <laughs> one, oh. of my, one of my friends that I worked with at a restaurant, one time she told us one of her like insane like growing up in Nebraska stories. And then she like walked out of the out of the patio being like la 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 yeah. and the head chef was like I imagine I imagine her with a little dirt mustache growing up <laughs> and I was like yeah me yeah. too yeah <laughs> Um, at our live show, the audience can submit their own disgusting yeah, stories yeah. to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of those stories okay. this one's short and sweet <laughs> I broke a tooth while sucking dick, and the whole room smelled like rotten eggs. <laughs> Wait, what? I you think... broke a tooth while sucking dick? How? Which dick, even dick that's hard is it's quite not soft. that hard. Yeah, that's not Pretty teeth soft. break hard. Like, unless you put your teeth together. The only way you could do it is if yeah. you would like, she met tooth on the other I think I think the tooth was on its way out and it happened to break while she was sucking dick or they were sucking dick. But um the run eggs detail is like kind of a lot. Why would that why would it? Because that's like <laughs> Well, I'm assuming because it was like a dead tooth and it snapped in Oh gross. Oh yeah, that's a lot. You don't want that. That's not a smell you want in there. And I will say over here it's like okay, it's like a, a lot of people have health insurance. Very few people have dental. dental. Yeah, of course. Dental is where people will like let their teeth go to fuck because it's like, you know, a root canal or like a crown or whatever is like fifteen hundred dollars. We we don't have. We definitely have like subsidized because it's never as expensive as yours. But we don't. Most of our dental is extra. But but then you all have better teeth than us. So I don't. Do you think you just care about it more when you're younger? Yeah. Well, I yeah. think we're extremely shallow. I love that about your people. <laughs> Huge fan. That's what I like about watching British TV is I'm like, oh, we got here's teeth. some enormous, some enormous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some enormous people over there. <laughs> this is normal. Yeah. Normal teeth, yeah. And we come over here and we're like, why is, no, everyone, <laughs> why is everyone Barbie? What happened? Well, I mean, yeah, not even, but not even like hotness, but yeah. or not even t- hotness. I'm talking about hotness. Yeah. Like you watch like British television and it's like normal people yeah. that are like, they're like kind, they're like cute, but yeah. they're not like, Watching a show where everyone's a model, I'm like, this is so boring. It's like playing with Barbies. It's like, yeah, it this is. is boring. I want to I want to see some real, like, tension. I know. Because even your actresses, when they're like, she's so real, you're like, she's a size zero. Like, she yeah. might be real, but not for long, because she's just her, her lip, she's, she's, she can barely walk. Her lip fillers are so heavy. She's tipping forward, like, come Fabulous. On. Grow up. Do you know what I will say about that story that you read, is I think you guys, she's, she's also been spoiled, because you guys generally, when because all your boys are circumcised, 
like going not down all like, of go them. No, <laughs> not then you get you're quite spoiled for like generally going down a guy who does smell not bad do you mean so you're going to notice when it doesn't smell good whereas we just get used to the situation yeah i know what you mean. i have um i've definitely uh blown a couple uncircumcised men where it can be it can be a little um yeah it's ripe it must be hard going that way around but i do it, like it i like do you I, i'm a big fan yeah. yeah so well yeah i that it's yeah i mean that's literally the way you were born and then it's crazy to be like no i prefer when they chopped a big chop, punk a big yeah. chunk of the baby off when they're i know it's like kind of makes me i don't know i i just wouldn't I mean, I'm not religious. I guess if people are doing it for religious purposes, that's like a different thing. But I'm like, just for me, it's like I wouldn't pierce my baby's ears. I wouldn't right cut off an inch, inch of their penis. Dick, yeah. Well, in England, it is only the Jewish people. Actually, I think I have a feeling some uh, Keep the them Muslim on. community, but but yeah, the Jew, the only the Jewish community really like that's the circumcision thing. It it is in this country. It is. Um, going down steadily oh like, is it mm-hmm. yeah pretty soon being circumcised is going to be the one that's like abs- uh, not abnormal but like um the minority that's funny though because all the boys are really protective of it so it'd be interesting when they have sons being like my dick's so brilliant well that's like, how it happened in the first place they're like well i went there like dick so i was like my dick yeah <laughs> they're like cut it off <laughs> we want his and his dicks chop it off <laughs> chop it off okay i have two more for you in seventh grade, I was at sleepaway camp, and I shit my shorts during the opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. I was so embarrassed, I just wa- wadded them up and rolled them into a towel. My mom said when I came home, she found something that looked like maggots in my laundry. <laughs> I told her, I have no idea what that could be, and just throw it away. I've never shared this information with anyone. Oh, my God, I <laughs> love that. Do you know what I love is that Lady like brings out, like, truths. Because it's an, it's like how you tell your Uber driver stuff and no one else. You know that? Yeah. I love that. This, this, this might have been weighing on this woman. This might have been the thing that set her free also, for years. After the show, it, this was from someone that I do know. And she came up and she was like, the maggot one was me. <laughs> and her, her husband was there and she was like, the maggot one is me. <laughs> She was so freed by this. Yes, yeah. I love that. Oh my god! I oh, shitting yourself was the worst. I, I mean, yeah, it, a camp, dear God, I can't I imagine. Can't. Obviously, we don't have those, but they always look amazing. But then in the movies, they never shit themselves in camp. So I never went to camp either. Did you not? No. Oh, Jenna, I'm really sorry. But I'm from a really small town. I'm not really from. I didn't really have like an American experience, probably. Really? I'm from a really tiny little town. Um, okay, I'll read you one more. Okay. Um, and this one is, this one comes in hot. Okay, good. <laughs> good, good, good. I drunkenly drank my man's piss as, <laughs> as he pissed it straight out of his dick outside in our shared courtyard just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just start with, I drunkenly drank his piss. That sounds like he's pissed. You know, this story is like my friend's done this where he like pissed in a, pissed in a pint glass during the, the like at night time because he couldn't be bothered to go to the toilet and she's just then reached down in the morning and drunk it thinking it's water like my friend actually did that like I that that is drunkenly 
drinking someone's piss. That's the end of the relationship. That's the end. I mean, hundred percent. But like, you don't dr- drunkenly drinking. She did it like. Isn't uh, you like open mouthed taking wee from the source <laughs> in a courtyard <laughs> taking like, wee? Like, it's not. Ju- that's not. Ju- I don't. There's no drunk I could be. There is no amount of alcohol on this planet where I'd be like, do you know what will be hilarious right now? You know, you see that courtyard. It would piss also, in my mouth. It'd be hard no for me as well. You can't. There's no alcohol. I will say when I was reading that one, it's like there's like two types of stories that I most commonly get yeah. in these in these like audience submissions. And one of them is like English major, like they're telling the story. They're like yeah. they're like giving me details. They're You're like there. They're like, so it was a stormy night. <laughs> I was I was at home. It was it was April. You know. And then there's the ones where it's like, I drank my man's piss. <laughs> <laughs> Just people who've like seen the description of the show and be like, yes, <laughs> yes, I'm in. <laughs> I realize this. I, I don't think I'm a prude. I'm definitely not a prude in like budget, but I'm a real prude about gross out stuff. Like I really don't like gross out humor. And it like even coming on this, I was like, oh my God, what are you going to do? But I, But then there are people who just like, Bore, but bowl into it and it must be so liberating to just be okay. like yeah those are the stories that really tickle the most where it's like there, oh. there's no embellishment no. they're like this fact, is enough fact fact yeah. and everyone's like jesus christ <laughs> they're like you don't have to embellish no. because it's all enough like you just that's what's fun though it's like there's everyone has a story that they can embellish to yeah. make like into a ladylike totally story that and then other people have a story where they're like Really needs no embellishment. No, I remember the one of the lady like shows I did when I was last over here. Molly hosted Molly Carney, and you're like, yeah, fucking yeah. This this show was made for you. Like she's just like boom, yeah. and you're like, yeah, like, and it would just have been like a Monday in Molly's childhood, and you're yeah. like, yeah, correct. It just, it's amazing. I just think those people are incredible to have that like, boom. Must be liberating. Must be lovely. <laughs> I'm just so repressed and laid alive. <laughs> Our life story comes from Laura Sanders. Laura is a New Orleans-based comic and artist, and this was recorded in July of 2022. Here's Laura Sanders. <laughs> Catholic. Yeah. All right, clap again if you are still Catholic. Good. Okay. Love that for us. Um, I I was raised Catholic. I went to an all-girls Catholic high school, and at this high school we had a uh, we'll call him a presenter, a speaker, a motivational speaker, and he held up a trophy in front of all of us, and he said, "This is your virginity," and then he said, "Then say you share it with someone." Then he like scuffed up the trophy a little bit. And he was like, then say you share it with somebody else. And then he broke the little baseball bat off of the trophy. And he's like, then say you share it with a whole bunch of people. And then just a sea of wide-eyed teenage girls had to watch this man beat the shit out of a trophy on stage. Like, until he got tired. And just short of breath, and he picks it up, and he's just like, (sighs) then say you meet the man of your dreams. Trophy's all fucked up now, isn't it? 
That was when I was 16. Uh, smash cut to five years later, and uh, my period is late. I have this as a base of what has happened to me. <laughs> my trophy is fucked. I'm terrified, I have heartburn, I call my mom and she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I think I have heartburn because my period is coming imminently, looking for comfort. And she goes, that makes so much sense that it has something to do with hormones because I had horrible heartburn when I was pregnant with you. I hang up, I am at Ohio State University at the time and I walk to the CVS and I get uh, just a whole box of pregnancy tests to take. Here's the trick. Uh, I have a dorm room by myself, which is cool, but the reason I have a dorm room by myself is because I am an RA. I'm a resident advisor. I've agreed to be a professional narc to pay for my education. So they can't see me just willy-nilly taking a pack of pregnancy tests in the bathroom because I feel like I have to be an upstanding citizen for these young girls. So I get a Tupperware also from the CVS. And I spend an afternoon in my dorm room just pissing over a Tupperware and lining up pregnancy tests. They were all negative, but I did four. I smoked the whole pack. I was chain smoking beer at that point. Just I kept drinking more water, pissing, waiting, drinking more water, pissing, and then I had to take a full piss Tupperware and, and put it in a trash bag like it was part of a dead body because no one could see, and then walk it out just like a warm piss Tupperware. Some of it spilling, you know, I just smell like piss, but hey. This is when I'm 21. The grossest part of this story is that when I was 23, I lost my virginity. <laughs> and that's how fucked up a Catholic education is. And I thank you so much. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Hattie Preston. My Instagram's Pratty Heston, so P R A T T Y H E S T O N. My name the other way around. Um, no, I don't, because I'm going back to London, so it's pointless me plugging anything, because it's a million miles away. Really, isn't it? We can all come to London. It's lovely. <laughs> Comedy is a lot worse, so buckle up. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me, Jenna. Thanks, you too. I'm Jenna Gebhardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.